now is always happening, right? This is all we have, right? Whatever, whoever did, you know, 10, 15, 20, five years ago, whatever the case is, that's gone. But we have this moment right here and right here, somebody may need just validation. You know, my dad may be seeking the same thing I was seeking. And that's just somebody to, to, to say he's, he's justified in what he's feeling because he's never heard that before. You know what I mean? That he deserves to feel that or that, you know, damn, that could, that could be a lot. That's tough. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, people may need something like that. But if you're always defensive and you got, you know, your guard up because, you know, you haven't settled things within yourself, you can't be there and meet that person. So for me, I feel like it's uh, letting go of that and also you know, letting go of who I think my dad should be. Because that's the reason why I'm so upset with him, because I have an idea of what a father should be. I know what a dad looks like, right? But it's like, eh, well, not necessarily, because that's like, you know, you can say you know what a man looks like, but, you know, men look like a lot of different things. Women look like a lot of different things. So do fathers. They look like a lot of different things, depending on where you are. Yo, what's up, family? It's T. Ross. Thank you for choosing to spend another day here with me and the homie Tony as we begin to dive deeper into yet another conversation. Today, we decided to talk a little bit more about the role that we believe we have when it comes to our family, our friends, and our loved ones. Um, I opened up about, as of late, realizing that I'm showing up for my friends more than I show up for my family members, you know, and, and the challenge and needing to face myself and really just not having the answers on how to do just that, um, which then led Tony to open up about a conversation he had with his dad recently that... I mean, it feels like a 180 from from some of the past conversations we've had um, and just kind of exploring what it was that brought him to this moment um, and what we can do when it comes to really just accepting loved ones, family members um, and really ourselves in this process of life. Because the truth is, we're all on our own journeys, you know, our parents, our friends, um, people that we look up to, you know, we're all human. We deal with life. Um, as anyone else would, we deal with conflict and we do our best to show up with what we have available. So, um, you know, this conversation kind of shed light on some perspective, some things to consider um, that can kind of hopefully shed um, some encouragement um, on you all like it did for us. So as always, if this podcast has been beneficial to you, we ask that you all leave us a review, um, subscribe, of course. And if it's something that you feel as though someone else can can benefit from go ahead and share it with the homie. Um, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you for your support. It means everything to us. This is Helping Homies Win. What's up, bro? How you feeling? What's good with it, bro? bro I'm solid, man. I'm solid, bro. Um, this is mad awkward because ain't like we've been talking. We've been on the phone for what? 37 minutes? <laughs> it's been 37 minutes? No, nah, for real, yeah. Oh, damn. Is this loud? Damn. Boom. Danger. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Quarantine week what? Nine? Week 10? Bro, I, I honestly haven't even you been stopped counting. counting. I haven't been counting either. I'm about to check right now. I've been now. looking on so Instagram. So you know, the memes would be like, quarantine day 762. And I'd be thinking like, <laughs> well, how long has it been? I have Bro, no idea. I'm about to check right now. This started March. Damn, what was it? March 20? 20, March 20. I filed for employment March 24th. One, two, three. Like seven, eight. Oh, I'm in, bro. My calendar set in 2021, bro. <laughs> you got a you got a calendar that's that's that far ahead. No, my uh, my eye calendar went to 21 for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. I'm like, wait, what? Bro, for real. No, it's May. Jesus we all Christ. we all just gotta throw away our uh, 2020 calendars. Man, for real. I, have you been using your passion planners? <laughs> I just started using it again, bro. Like just to make me, me feel like my life is worth something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I've been writing <laughs> some of the most simple stuff, bro. Like call the storage facility today. You know, just to give myself something to do. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I, I, I peeled mine back out um, last week too, and I was writing out like my meetings and I had a meeting with my um um. With, with somebody on my team I, I, I didn't want to say lawyer and sound pretentious because like I mean he's, he's my lawyer but I don't use him right now <laughs> but I just wanted to catch up with, with my with my old lawyer I had, I had, a, I had a meeting with my lawyer <laughs> hey bro 
that's what you do that's what you do bro don't be ashamed it just sounds so pretentious because like i don't have a lawyer right now really but but now nah, i had a meeting with my lawyer and then um my acting coach we talked for a minute <laughs> it still sounds funny though it still i know sound it sounds funny. so funny bro it sounds so pretentious dog um but yeah and i had a meeting with them and then i had the podcast so i'm like you know let me i just started writing stuff down um mm-hmm. and i had another event on here today i'm gonna tell you about on the uh in just a moment uh, okay. which is just, just shocking that I even would write these words down. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's just been wild, bro. I'm trying to like get some order back into my life for sure though. And like schedule stuff okay. and get up and be a human, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I know we've, we, we've chopped a couple of times, but even from since the last time we recorded, that was like three weeks ago. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Are you serious? Yes, it was. Cause it, yeah, because it took me like two weeks to try oh, that's and right. get the intro that's, that's, right. that's up. Bro, we've been talking strong, so much. And we've been talking so much. I, I I just lost all track of like time. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That was yeah. three, Damn, that was three weeks ago. We've been in quarantine this whole time. That's just crazy, bro. That's how I'm trying to say. How long have we keep, been here, bro? Man, for real. For real. But yeah, that was that was like three weeks ago, man. I struggled with that intro. You know, yeah. I'm glad it's out. Bro, it was fire, um, though. It was fire. I, look, I appreciate that. You know that that means a lot to me because I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like you know, we've had some updates, but overall, like how would you say you are today? Uh not today. I'm good today, man. It's been um, it's just been a roller coaster, man. With everything being at home, I think things are affecting me more. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, man. Like um, like my parents even like there's been certain things, certain conversations I've had that's been so triggering. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. which is really abnormal because um I don't think things would affect me this much if life was normal, you know? But Ooh. It's just really interesting, man, just kind of like, you know, becoming aware or re-familiarizing myself with some of my um my triggers and some of the holes that I haven't plugged, you know, because mm. um like right now it's just it's, it's just it's just different times, man. Like I think that's the one I mean, none of us were prepared for this, right? But nothing, we've never really talked about some of our triggers. If you didn't know your triggers before, have your boundaries taken care of and all of that stuff, like right now is the is the moment where I feel like so many of us are experiencing the negative aspects of that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 it's a mess, bro. But to answer your question, I'm good, though. Like overall, I've been able to, you know, kind of watch the emotions a little bit better as opposed to reacting to everything and getting upset and stuff like that. Um Stuff still shakes me, you know, to my core sometimes. Like last night was, last night was tough. So I just had this this massive wave of just loneliness. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of like the way the way I illustrated it to myself was just the kind of the idea of like there's so many people with like partners and stuff, and that's so loud. Like those people are so loud in the room that you don't see the other people that are alone too because they're so quiet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So with that, it's just kind of reminding myself that that I'm I'm not alone. That I'm not the only person that's having these kind of emotional um, battles. And also remembering that, you know, I'd, I'd much rather be alone than be in a situation where I wasn't happy. So, kind of just Facts. understanding it all, man. It's just it's complex, but but yeah, that's big. Yeah. Man, it's just like so many. Like when you get to when we get to this point, you know, you said this earlier, but just like the power of reflection, you mm-hmm. know we get to the point and really just start thinking about what it is we're dealing with now um so much more impactful i feel um even you you know speaking to triggers and you know kind of having more conversations you mentioned watching your emotions like that's huge yeah that takes me back to you know the headspace app you know and that kind of being one of the the one of the most beneficial examples that they gave of just like sitting on on the side of the freeway and just watching the cars go yeah. by and those cars yeah. kind of representing your thoughts you know and some of them are painted with different emotions you know and just kind of thinking about that has been very um reassuring i think in the process of going through emotions and trying to work through them that's major yeah. that's Not major huge, bro. um by the way are you still using that app i actually just reopened it okay. um a few days ago okay because i'm gonna um, kick you off if you not bro you gonna kick me off? Oh, I'm on the plan, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was looking at my family fact. plan the other day, and I was like, I want to. Does it tell you how often I use it? No, I'm not, cause we're not. I'm gonna make you my buddy so I can see, cause we're not buddies on the, no. on the actual app. No, cause <laughs> if if it did, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you I'll kick myself off. <laughs> I quit. I quit this app, Tony. Right. Nah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I actually just reopened it. I'm having a conversation with my cousin, which is so important, bro. Man, 
family conversations, just taking certain things for granted. Um, just kind of reached out to some of my cousins to just kind of see where they were, where they were, how they were doing, and um, had some really eye-opening conversations with just the life that each of them are living. You know, we're not really fully aware because we see each other as always a family gathering. It's something good. We're celebrating, we're loving on each other, reminiscing. But like in the midst of that, we have our day-to-day interactions that I think we sometimes overlook um, mm-hmm. within my family, at least amongst us, like cousins, so many of us. Yeah. Um, and in that conversation and just kind of unpacking and sharing some of the, you know, challenges, some of the, the wins, some of the losses, um, it it brought me to to uh, suggest the Headspace app. And my cousin was interested, oh, yeah. you know, and I was like, he's like, yo, how long have you been doing it? You know, I'm like, I found out about it years ago. I have my moments where I'm on it. Other days I'm not. Um, but that's something I want to get back into, you know, so kind of even developing this like accountability in, in that space as well. You know what I mean? With my mm-hmm. family in a more personal way, which I thought was so, so unique. So I think um, that's another that's another conversation for another day. But me realizing that there's something. Bro, we can have it today because bro, I got my into. dad on Headspace yesterday or two days ago. You got your dad on Headspace? Bro, bro yeah. Bro, this is where I would want to insert all of the times we've talked about our fathers <laughs> at this very moment right here so we can hear how big of a deal that is. What? You said bro, you got your dad on bro, Headspace? So, yeah. That means you told him about it and he accepted it. That That's yeah. that's that. Like, I don't want to overlook that process. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into it. So I want you to finish about your thing first. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. That's wild. How am I supposed to continue? How? Okay, so we can get into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me close go it ahead, up. Close ahead, it up. Go ahead. It, it, it was just a piece of being able to, um, for me, recognizing that I show up differently for my friends mm. and the people immediately available to me than I do with my family. Bro, bro this podcast is special. Go ahead, bro. And it and it and it's like, damn, like. It, it it it's it's so many it's so many layers to it because I think about the fact that you know I'm the first in my family to go off to college, graduate, go through the masters, do that. You know I'm just in a different field. A lot of my family members are in the medical field, um, and you know, I just took a totally different path. And and in this process of working, going to school, working in the prisons, doing all the stuff that I do that you know would be labeled as successful and whatever you know um, criteria that I have for myself. There's still that piece of me that sometimes feels like, damn, did I sell out on my family? You know, because I don't spend as much time with them. Mm. I'm not as intentional with building spaces for them. You know, I did, did I the youth summit. Family? Like so many things that have occurred that's like I'm starting to include my family a lot more. But it's like I got younger cousins that I could be helping a lot mm-hmm. more. Like I do for the students when they're calling me day to day for their support. I mean, of course, that's my job, but it's like. I can offer those same services, those same that same support to my family members. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Bro. it takes me to kind of reach out in that way. So um, that's something I'm starting to dive a little bit more into and kind of unpacking where that that disconnect is for me, where that doesn't just come natural. You know, because I talk yeah. about my dad in that re- in that regard, where I look at him and I feel like he does the same stuff. Like he's helping other people in all these ways, mm-hmm. but he hasn't shown up for me as that guide. But other people refer to him as this guide and this mentor and all these other elements of like helping them through the hardest times in their lives. And I'm like, nigga, what about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's good? So, um, you know, I've become a lot more aware of that in my own life. So, yeah. Bro, bro, it's so crazy to, that you're saying this right now to me. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. It is so crazy to me because I've been going through the same thing over the weekend, man. That exact same thing of like, I show up differently for, you know, my friends, my homies. Like, when it come to y'all, like, you know, I'm sending books or I'll, you know, did the Headspace app. I'm thinking of my friends first, right? I'm doing all of yeah. these things for you know. You guys are family too, right? But right. I don't, I don't, I don't think about it when it comes to my my mother or my father or my daughter's mom or all these other people that also play pivotal roles, you know, in different places in my in my life, right? And yeah. to just continue on that same sentiment, man. So the other day, bro, I me and my dad had this crazy conversation man like honestly it was one of the it was the most like impactful personal conversation we've ever had you know like we both shared different secrets that the that the other didn't really know about stuff that's happened um you know we both like learned things that we had in common that we didn't really know like it was a very a very interesting interesting conversation man so you know we were talking and um 
were talking. I'm trying to figure out how it started. I can't remember, but we were talking. Oh, he was talking about depression, I think. So we're talking. He's been talking about, you know, being a little bit more depressed. And, you know, um, he's been, you know, he's kind of thinking a lot about this, that, and the third. And then, you know, of course, he gets back into, like, you know, his traumas, which for a long time I was just so sick of hearing. You know what I mean? And mm. this time I made a, a different choice than I normally make. Like, usually I'm just quiet. I just listen. I don't have much to say. I offer some very anecdotal, like, perspective, but I'm not engaged in the same way I would be about somebody I care about, right? When it comes to, like, different partners, for example, if they were to share their traumas with me, I'm going to really listen and be engaged and be active. And did you look at it this way? And what do you think about this? And, well, tell me more about that. Well, how'd that make you feel? And I'd take that perspective or that, that, that position. But with my dad, I'm never doing that. It's just like, oh, okay, here you go. You know what I mean? So... Mm. I'm listening to some of this stuff and I'm actually letting him like, like express it. And, you know, and then he, um, sheesh, we may have to plug in. I meant to tell you this. We might have to sample, um, sample that episode we did with the, uh, the mean podcast and we can plug in a piece here maybe. Okay. Um, or we just plug in the, just do a separate episode with that. But anyway, in that episode, um, I don't think it's on our podcast necessarily. It may be, but you know, I've wrote my dad a letter, you know, six months or so, or so ago. Right. I wrote my dad a letter and um, the letter was like really detailing um, that's how I felt and where I was at with life and how I felt about our relationship where it is now. And the key notes of the letter was just, you know, pretty much um, thank you for everything you've done for me. You've introduced me to a lot of things. I'm an actor because of working with you. Um, there's some things that you didn't give me, which have really affected me in my life, you know, but I understand that you didn't have it to give, you know, um, and I love you, you know, and then it was like, you know, I'm at the place in my life where if we can't have a healthy relationship, you know, I'm okay with that, you know, and I accept that, you know, if you're going to be in my life, I want us to have a healthy relationship, a close bond, this, that, and the third. If we can't have that and, you know, for whatever reason, we don't, you know, kind of pick back up our relationship, you know, it is what it is, you know, but just know I still love you. And it was... um something else in there about just kind of like you know what i needed you know what i needed what i needed from my daughter and all this other stuff right and then also just like i love you in general but i'm okay either way it goes right so we had that you know i sent that letter and we hadn't talked for like months at that time so i sent that letter and he responded like very uh he had a negative response to it because he took it as a personal attack you know which is not what it was intended to be and i tried to make that clear in the letter but he still saw pieces that triggered him you know so he brought that up over the weekend, right, bro? And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, he, man. Like, he brought that up in the conversation, in the conversation that you all in the just com- had. Yeah, in the conversation and we you, had. You sent you sent this letter when? This letter, man. When I don't know when I sent that letter. Like, uh, this was like before winter, like November or, or yeah, no, before winter, yeah, sept- October, September ish. You know, um, this is like well over six months ago. Well over six yeah. months ago. So like maybe seven or eight. So I sent that letter and then he's like, he brought it up. He's like, yeah, man, like when you sent that letter, man, I just, you know, you know, I took that, uh, you know, uh, I took it as, you know, like an attack or whatever. Like, you know, just, you know, no, he said it really made me feel away. When you sent that letter, it really, it really made me feel away. I said, well, yo, hold on, let me get in that. Cause you, cause you went to keep talking, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, I was like, yo, well, let me get in real quick that I said, uh, I said, well, let's talk about it. I said, we never really talked about it. You know what I mean? I said, so let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's just chop about it then. Like, you know, how did, like, you know, it made you feel away. Like what? And he was like, ah, oh, well, just like, you know, um, you know, yeah, put the, put something in there. Like, you know, if I'm in your life, cool. If I'm not cool, you know? And I said, well, I didn't say it in those words. Well, I just, that's how I interpreted it, you know? And he's like, you know, yeah. for me, it's like, you know, I care about you if you're good. Like I care, like, you know, like I want you in my life and I care if you're good. I care if you're not good. Like that matters to me, whether you're good or not matters to me. You know, and of course, I actually said it, said I do care about, all, you know, I said that in the letter, but, you know, he saw it a certain way, you know what I mean, based on his his position, right? So he's like, um, he said, that made me feel a way, because, you know, I care, right? And like, oh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I didn't say it that way, blah, 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 but, you know, um, you know, he's like, but, you know, no, I get it, I get it, you know, I, I, I know you was just trying to tell me where was you at, but at the time, like, I just, I couldn't really see it that way, you know what I mean? And then, um, wow. you know, yeah, and then we just kept talking, and, um. He was like, you know, he's like, you know, yeah, just like, you know, with Duran, like, you know, my, which is my older brother. He's like, you know, um, you know, we ain't talked, you know, but, you know, you know, when I get ready, we know we're going to talk, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I just been through a lot of shit. So I've been through a lot of shit. And, uh, you know, I'm just realizing now that a lot of that stuff, you know, I am doing some of it because, you know, we had the conversation about therapy ages ago. 
He's like, and I am mm-hmm. doing a little bit of the therapy and I'm realizing that, you know, I do have like, you know, the post-traumatic stress disorder or whatever, right? From a lot of wow. stuff that I've gone through, right? And he's like, I'm, I'm navigating that now pretty much. Like, you know, like, like letting me know he's healing, you know, pretty much, you know? And he's like, I'm Damn, realizing bro. that I have a lot of, I know, right? <laughs> he's like, this I'm realizing, he's like, I'm realizing that um, a lot of this stuff is really affecting me. And then he got into talking about the trauma again, you know? And, you know, we're talking and then he, um, and, um, you know, um, we got into talking about, so he was talking about depression. I was also letting him like, yeah, man, with me, it's like, this is the most I've been alone since I was a kid, you know? And I was like, and this is why I started to re- you know, realize some of my trauma, not my trauma, but not in this area, but some of my, uh, some of my triggers, you know, in being alone. So I'm like, you know, I, dude, I pretty much grew up alone. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. another backstory for those that don't know, I didn't meet my dad till I was five, you know? So my mother raised me alone for the first five years, pretty much. And she worked full time. So I spent a lot of time just in my own world, right? So I'm letting them know, like, you know, when I was growing up, I was kind of alone, you know, a lot of time. Like, I was alone the whole time. Like, nobody was talking to me. Nobody was playing with me. Like, nobody was teaching and instructing me and all of these things, right? And I'm like, you know, I used to, <laughs> I used to get my ass beat you know, for going to school and acting a fool, but it's like, I had nowhere else to like express myself. You know what I mean? Damn. So the moment yeah. I get to yeah. school, it's a wrap. You know, people, I can talk to people, people are listening to me, people, people can play with me, I can make people laugh and get all this approval and all this attention, right? That I never get otherwise. So I was in school going crazy. You know, I never really had scholastic habits of working on stuff at home and learning at home. So I didn't have the discipline when I got to that learning environment to be able to keep up with the other kids. Therefore, I was behind much of my, my time in school. You know, I was always behind, right? And I'm looking at it now, and it's like, you know, I used to get whooped for having bad grades when I never had the instruction of knowing how to commit myself to my education or knowing how to discipline myself to learn and double-check my work and all of this stuff. I never got that instruction at home, right? But I got, gotcha. yeah. you know, because of the, the consequence of my lack of instruction, I was disciplined for you know what I mean? Gotcha. So yeah. what ended up happening for me too, I learned was I had a lot of social anxiety and social fears because, you know, if I didn't say or do the right thing, I was going to get punished. You're you getting punished for it. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. How so that's as, I'm, as I move through way. life, as I move through life, bro, I'm afraid to say the wrong thing to people because I don't want them not to like me or I don't want to be punished for saying the wrong thing or to not be accepted you know, for not following the status quo or whatever the case is, it created a lot of like anxiety for me in that way of like so much so that I'm just now at 28 years old finding my voice, right? Is what I've been talking about a lot lately, right? Finding my voice in a way of like the voices in my head, right? Of like my mother, you know, tell me, telling me, uh, you know, how to do things or how to think or the system telling me how to think and all that stuff. Those voices are now quiet. All that, that governance of the way you should be doing things. I'm beginning to develop my own independent opinion on life my own philosophy so that's been huge for me right so circling back to that conversation with my dad you know we're talking about all of this stuff in a way that you know uh we never have and i can hear him on the other side of just like i know there's a there's a piece that's like you know he knows like he's responsible for a piece of that too you know what i mean because he's like it's like a very humble like it's a humble silence and like his tone is very humble in this moment right so we're talking about that you know and then um, he bridges off to talk about some physical issues, right? Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, because my, uh, my back's been messing me up, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, Pops, you been stretching? He said, nah, nah, I need to, I need to be stretching. I said, yeah, you, you said you was going to be walking too, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I need to get back. I don't want to go out there now because they all on the beach, blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what, Dad? I said, I, I, said, I sent you that yoga stuff, right? I sent you that yoga, yoga video. Did you ever do it? He said, nah. I said, you know what? I said, let's, let's, let's do something right now. And he said, uh, all right, <laughs> right? So, bro, I put on my oh, Apple wow. box, set my laptop up on it, and I did yoga with my dad. I, I, I guided him in a little 10-minute, you know, a little yoga stretch or whatever. You know what I mean? This, this, was a, this was a call or like a FaceTime? On a FaceTime. Yeah, we was on FaceTime at this point. I FaceTime oh, wow. him now. So, we, we okay. sat, bro. I know. I, but <laughs> I was so, like, scared, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because I've never what, done what, like what that. What were you afraid of? Well, just like, you know, rejection. You know, him not being with it or him not liking it or... You know, am I doing this right? I was just anxious about it in general. Anytime I've had to like share my art with people that are close to me, I get anxious or stuff that I, mm. the ways I express myself or things that are really, really personal to me or really special to me because I'm afraid that you're not going to like it and you're going to mm. either judge me for it or reject that idea and make me question it for myself. You know what I mean? 
Damn. But he expressed interest even before that about, you know, cause he sees people doing it you know, on the beach. He lived in, on Long, in Long Beach, like, you know, right by the water, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we did yoga, you know, and I'm guiding him. And I'm sitting there like, I, if you would have told me as a kid I would ever be, you know, doing yoga with my father, I would have told you, you're, you're crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we're sitting here, we did, you know, we did yoga, we did some, some cool little stretches, he was with it, you know, we set up, we're supposed to do something today at some point, you know, but he's like, yeah, this is something, like, you know, I asked him if he wanted to do this like two or three times a week or whatever, he said he was with it, you know, and then um, I talked to him about Headspace, right, because he was talking about the depression, and um, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I do want to get back into it, I want to try it out, blah, 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 because I put it on his phone, but he never tried it, you know, so what I did was I sat with him for another 20 minutes, and I, um, had to get it downloaded on his phone. I had to get his email address and all this stuff, or log into his email to get everything set up for him. And my dad's sixty. You normally do technology like that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> because my dad's sixty. Yeah, I mean yeah. not because he's because he's my dad. Because sixty year olds know how to navigate this, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, but my dad's not really big on tech, so I set everything up for him and put the headspace on there and put him on the family plan. You know, so um, so now he has it on his phone or whatever. So it's just interesting to see like. This is the first time in my life that I've ever really, you know, played that 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 leading role of like, you know, trying to be there for my family in that way, you know, which was just like, I brought went to cry at the end of that conversation. Like, it's just crazy that, you know, you if you put yourself out there in the right way and show people you care, you can have effect in that way. You know what I mean? Damn, man. Yeah, that's what crazy, though. Yeah. That's wild. So you you mentioned... That's just so powerful, man. I'm, I'm so happy. I know I went that, on a tear, bro. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's perfect, bro. I, I love everything about that. I think, you know, just as I hear that, it, 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 the value, the, you mentioned the value of listening. But I even think about the value of like that process, because, you know, I think listening takes a certain level of patience, you yeah. know? And I think even that listening doesn't even always have to come from verbal words. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. listening to yeah. the response that somebody gives you. Because, you know, remember after you sent that letter, the next conversation y'all had, it was kind of like you mentioned, like, you know, he was kind of following up on some of the some of the tangible things like, yeah. you know, something he had to give you, whatever that transaction was. Yeah. It almost felt like he was trying to, like, step in that space versus speak through the emotions and like the hurt that existed that you were like speaking to and, and, and hoping to heal from and get yeah. through. Yeah. You know, um, at that time, you know, it, it was, you know, it's kind of disheartening in the fact that just like not really being able to address it as openly and directly as maybe you would have hoped at that time. But here we are six months later. And because of that, it's now opened yeah. up to, to even a lot more, bro. Yeah, you know, true. so it's like, what does that look like if you're like, you know, you talk about value of listening. I think about that in my, my situations. Right. What does that look like to be listening to the people we care most about? throughout whenever we're interacting with them, you know, and not feeling this pressure to maybe have the conversation today, today, Mm -hmm. but listen to what it is that they are sharing, you know, listen to how they are reacting or responding to life as it happens, to situations, to encounters we have, Um, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, these are, these are our family members. These are our loved ones. These are, you know, people closest to us. It's like, we, we already have chosen to commit and be invested in these relationships a certain kind of way. Yeah. You know, so, that's man that's that's powerful bro bro it's crazy man because it's just like i don't know it's just i don't know it's just crazy bro. i, I just really it feels good to know that like it's, it's kind of like just also on the wave of just accepting right it's like this is um i read this thing last night i'm actually gonna share it real quick um but it says that um we are the way we are and I'm going to start right over. Oh, sorry. Um, it says the way we are is the way we are. And that is the way it is. And there's room for it all. Everything belongs. The way we are is the way we are. And that's the way it is. And there's room for it all. Everything belongs, right? So it's been this like recurring theme of just acceptance for me, you know? Like this is my dad, bro. Like no matter what happens, like this is the guy I have. This is my father. And um, I don't want to... I don't want to look back on, you know, this period of my life and be like, oh, man, I really, I really wish I was a little more patient. You know what I mean? I really mm-hmm. wish I would have just yeah. tried a little harder or whatever. Like, I don't want to look back, 
you know, when he's no longer here, you know, because at some point, you know, the laws of nature, you know, dictate that, you know, I'm going to be without my parents at some point, you know? So right. anyway, it's, it's just really interesting, but it's like, like, you know, back to the, the theme that you, that you pitched in the beginning of just like, you know, I feel like we have to show up for the people around us, you know, as best we can. Like, you know, it sucks that, that, you know, some of the people that were responsible to give us X, Y, and Z may not have been able to do that. But at some point, man, we have to answer the call that, you know, um, that we put out. Like, you know, we think they should have been, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, how about we just be it for ourselves and be it for the people around us if we can, you know? But yeah, if we have the capacity, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got these keys. Why not give them away, too? You know, to the people closest to us, you know? Damn, son. Yeah, man. That's good, bro. Yeah. That's really good. That's, that's. I'm over here thinking like, dang, do I have to do something? You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. it's just that moment of I think being present, being present and recognize those moments. Um yeah. you, you you talked about um, you know, kind of like becoming aware of those triggers, being aware of the traumas, being aware of just where we are with ourselves. But then even like you said, you're talking about your dad sharing some of his traumas, sharing some of the things that are triggering him, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's being able to show up in that same way, you know, because I think um one of the things for me that I've 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 been wrestling with even more so and a little bit more actively than I ever have before is what is my responsibility in the spaces that I'm in? You know, the relationships that I have, the people that I connect with, uh, the people that I say have value to me, mm-hmm. um, um, the people that I value rather. Um, <clears throat> it's like sometimes I I I allow myself to ignore the responsibility that I probably have because I say, well, what difference can I make? Or mm-hmm. it's no big deal. It's always been like this, you know, just kind of, um, you know, cause I think accepting is, 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 is kind of twofold a little bit, right? It's accepting that things are the way that they are, but recognize we have response. We have, we have an opportunity potentially yeah. to decide how we're going to move. And, you know, um, I was about to say, man, I've been talking about acceptance too, but it, it's been with you. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why you're bringing that up. <laughs> but um, a lot like it, it's, you know, part of me it's almost very um i guess lazy in the sense of well this is just how it is so i don't really have to concern myself with how to make this better or putting forth any effort because it's not like it's going to change anything i've already Mm -hmm. accepted this is what it is you know sometimes my mom calls me and she's like oh how's your dad when's the last time you spoke with him and i'm like oh you know we text a little bit here and there but it's not you know not too much engagement beyond what's up son what you doing oh nothing much just checking on you okay i'm good okay me too you know, literally yeah. maybe a total of 30 words um, as of late within the last, I don't know, six months or so. Um, and my mom would follow up like, OK, and how does that make you feel, son? You know, mm. like she's checking in on me, like making sure that I'm good. I'm like, oh, like, you know, I'm fine. Like, there's no no big deal. You know, yeah. like I'm not I don't have any expectations. It's not like I, I, I expected something or I'm putting myself out there hoping for something in return and I'm not getting it. Um, I've just accepted this is what it is, you know, so um for me, it's like for me being mindful of that acceptance piece, um, because I think in hearing that for myself in the way that I've been using it, I've also been using it a little bit as an excuse to not yeah. show up. Yeah. You know, um, so how do I accept that this is what it is to the point where I'm not necessarily trying to dictate what the future is going to hold? but also recognizing that I have the capacity within me to offer more and not feel burdened by that responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that that definitely changes my perspective and even the way I approach my dad or, or my family members, my cousins, whoever it is. So that's really amazing, bro, to hear that, that you all were able to have that conversation because just six months ago, it, I wouldn't have even saw this as an op- as, as an option. Man, no you know way. what I mean? No way. Just to, you, you saying growing up, I'm talking about six months ago. I'd have man. been like, oh man, it might be bad. Man, yeah, <laughs> true facts. But here's yeah. the thing: is like, it's, it, the ego is tricky, right? Because you know, sometimes we we decide that things are never going to change, right? Or we 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 you know we decide that things are never going to change, so we call that accepting. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, they, that's just the way they are. That's just who they are, and it's you know. So we I just gotta. That's that's why this is going to be the situation forever. When you know, accepting it is kind of like just allowing people, allowing things to be the way they are, you know, and allowing you to be who you are, you know, depending on the situation. You know what I mean? Like you know, when you're in that moment, like I think because I was just open 
right? I was able to have those conversations the, the other day. Like, I didn't think about it. It was just, this is what we're talking about. This is where we are. This is what the conversation led to. I didn't wake up that morning like, hey, you know, I'm going to do yoga with my daddy today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. But, true. True. But yeah, I think it's, um, you know, for me, it's also letting go of who I think my father is in a way, you know? Like, I have this narrative of who he is and who he's been or whatever. You know, some in some ways it could be right, some ways it could be wrong, but kind of letting go of that that judgment piece and just, you know, kind of letting the conversation be fresh, whatever that conversation is, you know? Um, That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, man, I read something today on Twitter because, you know, I like to read Twitter and yeah. Instagram. I read social media while you read books. Um <laughs> The homie P.D. Pablo, not the real P.D. Pablo. That's his funny. name is Young Pablo. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that's funny. His name is P.D. Pablo. <laughs> I was gonna say that's <laughs> funny. P.D. Pablo, North Carolina, <laughs> go hard and stand. Long one, raise up, take your shirt off. Yeah, um, Young Pueblo, Y-U-N-G underscore P-U-E-B-L-O. Yeah, he he uh, he a master with these words, bro. Yeah. He said today, um, letting go is not erasing a memory or ignoring the past. Letting go is no longer reacting to the things that used to make you feel tense. Mm. It is releasing the energy attached to certain thoughts. Mm. And I was like, man, that's, that's good, right? So just just now as you articulated that about letting go of like this concept of who you believe your dad to be, it frees you to be open, you mm. know, because it almost does away with the trigger that could be attached to the way he normally responds. Mm. <clears throat> For me, <clears throat> when my dad reaches out to me, it almost is a partial trauma of like, oh, he's going to um, reject anything I have to share, or open up about you if I wanted to share a good bit of news. Or even if I were to ask him a question, I'm going to anticipate that he's going to respond in this way. So I'm like, I'm reliving this, this, these, these past traumas of like, he's not going to show up the way I would want him to, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's still this level of expectation, but now yeah. it's on the other, it's on the deficit side. So because of that, I don't even allow myself to be open nope. to what I naturally feel because I'm, I'm living on this pre-recorded experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That prevents me from showing up and being open because I've already filled that space with past hurt, with past expectations. So when yeah. you said let go, it's like, damn, that's vulnerable. It, that means like when we talk, I just got to see what's available for today and yeah. letting it just be today. Letting it just be what it is right now. Some yeah. days it get further. Some days it's a conversation. Some days it's not, you know, but you know, if I'm going to still show up and be present for a convo, why not? I guess, you know, essentially kind of give it my best, give it what it is. I, I feel capable of giving in that moment. So that's beautiful. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, you, you, that's, that's exactly it, man. It's just kind of like letting go of that. So I feel like it's it's the defense mechanism, right? It's it's this. You said something. Now I'm triggered. Now I'm gonna be on the defense. I'm not gonna feel anything. I'm just gonna cut myself off from you emotionally at all. So that that's not love, right? At that point, you don't even care anymore. But you're just protecting your own self, your own ego, right? You don't want to be hurt by this person. So you've cut out any emotional tie. So when you're operating wait, with, wait, with wait. them. So. Can, can you slow wait 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 okay you said part of that please don't lose that beat please please don't lose no, that, I'm good. that yeah you said part of it is like you don't care mm -hmm. that almost sounds like no no it's not that i don't care like that'd be my like my my, my inner thought that's fighting me right it's right. not that i don't care so help like unpack that a little bit more like what is, what is that how is that a, a mode of like i don't you don't care yeah because I, I, I mean I, I feel like with, with when you really when you really like I know for myself personally, when I'm really attached to somebody, really love somebody, like I'm very much in tune. I think about even my last situationship, right? Um, yeah. With her, I was very much in tune to everything about her, like the subtleties, you know, a little change of emotion. I know something's wrong, right? And wow. I'm peeping it, you know? Ah, she's triggered. Damn. Ah, she don't want to talk about it. Okay, she needs space. Boom. All right, cool. I'm going to allow that. I'm going to allow space right ah man she's hurt right now whatever this is going on i'm gonna allow her to feel that you know and i'm not gonna muddy up her her process or whatever the case is but i'm really in tune and everything i do is a move with love right because i'm in tune to what you're feeling and where you're going like you know even a uh an expression or the way she may respond to me or whatever so i'm just so in tune that and i'm paying so close attention that you know I, I know what's happening and i can care for her right and that care for her may mean i need to give her space it may mean I need to ask more questions. It may mean I just need to be there for her. It may mean a myriad of things, but I can, I, when I care, 
and I'm really paying attention and being active, you know, I'm going to meet her wherever I need to meet her, right? However, when it's with my parents, like, I'm not looking at it from that perspective. You know, it's, you said something I don't like, I'm, I'm good, or I'm, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's very dismissive, it's very cut and dry sometimes, it's, you know, it's, it's lacking that, that love and that tact that I would have for somebody else that I, somebody else I was really pursuing or I really loved, you know what I mean? So, I mean, of course, it's not a sense of, like, you, don't, you want your parents to die. You don't love them. Of course, it's not that Of course. That crazy, no, right? no, no. But, but, it's, but a, it's, an active, it's an active expression of that love. Yeah. You're exercising that love for that day in that, in that moment, right? This, this, I mean, because yeah. now it's always happening, right? This is all we have, right? Whatever, whoever did, you know, 10, 15, 20, five years ago, whatever the case is, that's gone. But we have this moment right here. And right here, somebody may need just validation. You know, my dad may be seeking the same thing I was seeking. And that's just somebody to, to, to say he's, he's justified in what he's feeling because he's never heard that before. You know what I mean? Yeah. That he deserves to feel that or that, you know, damn, that could, that could be a lot. That's tough. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, people may need something like that. But if you're always defensive and you got, you know, your guard up because, you know, you haven't settled things within yourself, you can't be there and meet that person. So for me, I feel like it's uh, letting go of that and also you know, letting go of who I think my dad should be. Because that's the reason why I'm mm-hmm. so upset with him, because I have an idea of what a father should be. I know what a dad looks like, right? Right. But it's like, oh, well, not necessarily, because that's like, you know, you can say you know what a man looks like, but, you know, men look like a lot of different things. Women look like Damn. a lot of different things. So do Damn. fathers. They look like a lot of different things, depending on where you are. You know, if you it's look at- It's just another the, identity. Yeah. 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 It's an identity, for sure. If you look in the Eastern world, I don't think they, um, I don't, I've, this, well, this is just an example of throughout because I don't really know, but let's say they don't- you know, hug and shake hands as much, which I know they don't in some countries, right? That doesn't mean yeah. they don't love each other, but that's just not their way of expressing themselves. You know, it's just a different mm. cu- culture. But that is, you know, so it's becoming aware of those ideas for me and, you know, it's allowing grace, man. Like, you know, my dad's not perfect. You know, he's here, I'm here. As long as it's not to a place where you're like, you know, really disrupting my peace, you know, I'm going to try to work with you the best I can, you know, and just kind of be present, you know, and... I can only be present if I let go of my ego, you know, and, and my feelings in that moment and just being so so sensitive to things that, you know, I really need to start, you know, resolving with the in and of myself, you know what I mean? Independent of, you know, whatever you were supposed to or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's 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 fair. Yeah. That's really fair. I love that. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, man, it's... um. It's wild, bro, but it's, it feels good, though, kind of just to be moving towards a space of just, like, I mean, acceptance, man. Just, like, <laughs> um, I've been reading a lot about the, the, the idealism, you know? Like, you know, thinking things should be this way, they should be that way, instead of just looking at, you know, this is the way it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to embrace that thought, man, and allow people to do their thing. So, you know, it just feels, it feels good to know that he's open to certain things or whatever. So now I can try to, like, you know, play that motivating factor I would play with, you know, other people. Like, you know, I think about some of the stuff we did with, you know, the homies, like Zoom meetings and, you know, playing winners and stuff like that. Like, I can be intentional and take the initiative to, to make moments like that with other people, you know, that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, are closer to me or my parents or whatever, my nieces and engaged him in a way I could hit my dad up like hey man did you did you walk today did you do some yoga all right you want to stretch with me real quick or you know did you meditate today or whatever you know I can shoot a text or whatever the case is just to just to make sure they're good because I would have always appreciated them to do that for me you know yeah yeah it's it's so interesting bro as we just develop and journey through adulthood it's also allowing our positions to also evolve you know, like mm-hmm. you talked about, you never would have thought you'd be in this position where you're kind of leading your dad in this in this way. You know, when you talk about this self-care, this self-awareness, when you talk about yoga and just mindfulness all together. Um, it, it, to me, it just keeps kind of going back to that same that same concept of just letting go, you know, letting go of like this is the role I, I, I play within my family. This is the role I play with yeah. my mom. This is the role I play with my grandma. This is the role I play with my sister, you know, like recognizing what that is like for me recognizing what those what that looks like for me and recognizing that i have the ability to step aside from that and just be present with who i am and who i've developed to be today and not having to necessarily go back to um 
what those experiences normally are. Um, for me, that like as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about when I have family gatherings. I'm always like the one joking around and and you know you know just being silly. That's just who I am with my family. You know, I've always yeah. grown up being the talkative one, the one that's outgoing, the one that's cracking jokes and out there you know with the adults when i was younger so even now no matter what mood i'm in if i go to a family function i'm gonna start cracking jokes i'm a mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm play that role you know and not to say that i have to abandon that part of me but it's like i also have a lot more to offer than just my humor mm-hmm. in that sense you know i i have the ability to truly connect with people like you said we do it with winners yeah. we do it with the group chat we do it with all yeah. these events yeah. and things that we've done but it's like what about you know, not not to devalue the friendships and the bonds we've created not at all. Um, with others, but to also recognize that we have that same opportunity in spaces that were once familiar in a different kind of way yeah. to now allow that position and that role to evolve to also fit um, within our sphere of influence with what we have available to us today. New different set of resources. You know, mm-hmm. here's more that I can offer my family. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I put together a, a Zoom call for my mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, bro, I used to make my mom cards. I used to use Microsoft Publisher to, like, create birthday cards for my family members. Um, I'd write poems for my mom, just different, you know, family members. I, I'd do these things. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, it's just kind of been, you know, here's a card, here's this, here's that. And while those are all good and fine, there's no expectation to do it's anything like above and beyond. It's procedural, right? Yeah. But it's like... For me, like I like I like creating moments. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking, damn, if I, you know, if it wasn't COVID, I would have. I mean, that's an excuse too. But taking time, had I thought about it sooner, that's my I didn't plan for it properly. Um, to put together like a like a slideshow or like printed out more photos. Oh, yeah. I actually did that for my, my 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 mom and grandma last year. Printed out photos of me and them, and gave it to hey, them bro. as gifts hey, on bro, Mother's Day. Uh, bro, let me tell you about something. They got this yeah. thing called Mother's Day, and I heard it's really soon. <laughs> See? <laughs> I just said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what date I heard it's coming. Here's an opportunity. It's coming up this month. It's like within the next I'm so sad. few weeks. Mother, it's on the 10th. It's, it's, on the it's 10th? Bro, it's literally this upcoming Sunday. That's, no, I'm not ready. That sucks. I just yeah. real. I'm not ready either, bro. Here I go again. <laughs> less than a week. Here I go again. Damn it. I'm over here thinking, damn, tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo, bro. I knew that. I'm over here. I literally the, the I holidays no on my mind is Cinco de Mayo. I can't get no more. And it's on readers. a Tuesday. I got tequila. Is it always on Tuesday? No, it's not. I don't know if it's always on a Tuesday, but I'm, oh no, no, it's not. It's not because that was what people were saying. Damn, 2020 gave us this holiday on the weekend. Fourth of July is on the weekend. Cinco de Mayo is on a Tuesday. Oh, this is perfect. Like all, everything is lit, and we we we, we on set. We on we set. So, <laughs> hey, my bad though. So you're saying that uh, you used to make moments. You're big on making yeah, I used to make moments. So, so I got away from it. Yeah. So last year, I, I I actually printed you know photos of us and gave it to them as gifts on Mother's Day. You know, and it was dope. You know, I'm like, damn, yeah. like, and two, it didn't cost nothing. It didn't cost nothing crazy. You know, nah. you know, just being real, real sus. But um, recognizing that, so this year for my mom's 50th, got the family together. Everyone created like videos of just their happy moments with her and how they appreciate her. Yeah. Edited it put it into this video and then did a surprise zoom call. And it was like 12 of us. Maybe it was actually more than that. Um, all on zoom. My mom got on, had no idea what was happening. I told her I was letting her see, uh, my project for my, my final, my final project. Mm-hmm. So she hopped on and the whole family was there. We sang happy birthday, played the video. So everyone saw it. And then I DJed, you know, played music that we grew up listening to and everyone was dancing on their screens. It's like, that was an experience that my, my, made my mom feel special. Versus this pressure I felt to be procedural and try and find, well, what's the perfect gift? Do I buy her something from some designer place? Do I do this? Do I do that? And it's like, that's not even me. You know, I'm about creating moments and experiences and like making people feel the love, feel that value, you know? So slowly getting back to that, you know, so it's just, it's dope to recognize the opportunity to do that across the board in many other ways, allowing myself to feel that as opposed to feeling confined by, the procedural aspect of a lot of these relationships based off of like kind of what society has kind of told us these relationships should look like yeah you know yeah so yeah i mean it's so eye-opening man i feel like you know we're all entering the stage of like now thinking outside of ourselves you know what i mean and mm-hmm. getting to a place where we, we we also let go of those roles that 
we've adopted that have been given to us and embracing kind of like our true nature in that way like you're a creator you're a creative you like to make moments and it's like now we're in a place where we i think can better utilize and prioritize those skills in ways that we haven't in the past you know mm. but yeah it's just tough it's scary because I, I mean i think it's just a fear of rejection like i know for me like i don't want to be rejected by you know my family right Right. But also it's a situation of like I don't think that's ever really happens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, it gets to a point mm-hmm. because they love you and gonna support whatever you do regardless, you know. Um in in many situations, not all, but in many situations. So yeah, man, I think it's really it's really it's really I had a question, you know, and my thoughts are like, you know, converging right now. I apologize. But um do you see do you see that perspective on your end as well where you just kind of have conditioned yourself to be so protective in certain areas where you just you don't you don't allow for yourself to 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 feel or in other words be present with that person? <laughs> Bro, my whole life. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, <laughs> my whole life, bro. Yeah. I had a conversation with my therapist. I was like, did I already tell you this? Um this just happened last week, so there's no way I said it on the last podcast. But yeah. um I had a conversation, bro. Dude, mess me up, dog. He said, I w- he was asking me a question about where I am spiritually and how do I engage in this world as a as a Christian. And mm. I was like, oh, you know, you know, you know, I find ways to bring people together and, you know, you know, you know, finding ways to just connect people. You know, and I think through that X, Y, Z, I don't know what I said. He goes, it's interesting, man. You always are on that same vein of thought. You're always in the same river. Mm. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's a. Uh, 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 like a pat on the back or a diss I don't, i'm yeah. confused you know yeah he goes he goes you got to start chasing waterfalls and i thought of tlc mm-hmm. and they said they said don't go chasing waterfalls so i'm thinking <laughs> i ain't never heard of this you know so yeah. i was quiet and i'm like what do you mean by that and he goes it's just whenever you share everything always goes back to this He's saying whenever I share, I always go back to the same vein of thought, the same concept, the same foundation of creating spaces, connecting people, bringing back value and just the external stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, developing and creating spaces externally, um, showing up as this leader or showing up as this friend, showing up as this person externally versus allowing myself to chase waterfalls and what he said is the river of thought that i'm in is that external piece but if i chase a waterfall waterfall opens up into the ocean it's a bigger body of water Uh so allowing myself to explore other aspects of my identity when it comes to my values as a christian my values as a friend my values as a brother my values as a son you know recognizing these other identities of myself because what i have done is become so comfortable with my identity as a professional as a student as a entrepreneur that i've gotten so comfortable that i've taken that same identity and i've placed it in other aspects of my life where that's not necessarily needed you know um those things can help inform me but i don't need to show up in my relationship with my mom as as the educator i don't need to show up in my relationship with you as the student professional you know what i'm saying i don't need to show up my relationship with anybody as this this person that's always been good at bringing people together and Mm -hmm. connecting people you know i can be vulnerable in these spaces i can develop other values and i was like damn like that's so good because my biggest thing in life i guess has been under this belief or this uncertainty of whether or not i found my purpose as Mm -hmm. a person you know beyond professional just my purpose in life period and i'd always go back to i think it's just being able to educate and bring people together i think that's kind of what it's about and that's why all of my conversation leads to the same thing because that means that Mm. that's who i am it means i found who i am no i found what i'm comfortable core values in and those are my core values that i've identified as safe Mm -hmm. exploring anything beyond that makes me a bit more uncomfortable yeah so i say all that to say like in other areas i've protected those areas of my life that aren't fully developed by allowing my professional educator educator self to show up in spaces where that he doesn't belong necessarily, Mm. you know? So I've protected and kind of locked in what's safe for me. And I don't allow myself to explore, explore further. Yeah. 
That's deep, man. So bro, you always playing in safe waters. I'm always playing it safe, bro. And I'm always yeah. putting on that identity as the educator. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah. yeah. That, and you know, yeah. what's funny about that, bro, is you were just talking about, um, before we hopped on air, you were talking about the idea of people over-identifying and putting too much importance on their identity as an employee. I just said that? Yeah. We were talking about, um, I was, I was t- I'm, Wish I could say the situation on here, but I can't. Ah, I could have. Mm-hmm. I could have lied and said it was about a friend, but damn, messed that up already. Anyway, we were talking about um, a situation that was personal to me, where someone wasn't um, taking care of all their responsibilities because of work. Right. Yes. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got it. Got it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. really interesting. <laughs> yep. Yes. 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 Over identifies the employee. Yep. But and then for me. Because my values are so, I'm so comfortable with my values in another kind of way mm-hmm. that I see that I'm not doing what those people do who over-identify as an employee. I think that, okay, I'm, I'm in a better place because I'm still showing up outside of that space based on my values, not based off of my job title or my position, mm-hmm. you know? But even in there, there's ego, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've found a way to make myself feel comfortable with the development I have done, which prevents me from growing further and seeing how I can improve essentially you know yeah improve emotionally mentally spiritually there's two things i want to um i want to i want to touch touch on real quick with that um one is escaping me so we're going to two two is the idea of ego um i don't know if we've ever really really broken that down so how would you define the ego simply put ego is comparison that either puts ourselves in the position of being superior than someone else or being inferior. Mm-hmm. So if I look at a situation and see somebody, and I'm like, damn, they're doing a lot better than me. I'm not good enough for that. Or there's no way I can do that. That's ego. Cause I'm putting myself to say I'm less than that person and I don't have the same ability. Um, ego is also on the flip side. Oh man, I'm doing way better than them because I have this and I have that. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not there. Ego is just that comparison of whether again, once again, putting yourself in superior, sub, superior than someone or, inferior okay the way i would explain it okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna add on to that with the um it's the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and the sense of a person's identity so i wanted to look up the definition because i, I when i was thinking about that i thought you were talking about the identity piece you know mm-hmm. because the um i've been reading a lot about the ego as it relates to the sense of self you know um which is like a more metaphysical um version of it which is a crazy concept but it 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 talks about how like your your identity as a man is rooted in your ego or your identity as a woman is part of your ego or the um you know your you know job title or you being a black man or whatever the case is all of these things that we identify as are all rooted in our ego but they're not they don't define who we are as people right Mm-hmm. like it's separate like you know it's, it's 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 interesting who we are is like i guess conscious beings or whatever the case is but they're like they're separate in a sense of like we have all of these personalities and all of these identities that we use to define ourselves when in fact those identities are things that we've kind of inherited or we're occupying for different times but mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. actual self whatever that is or actually who you are the consciousness of it is like um doesn't really fit into that box you know what i mean yes yes like our concept of who we are yes like it's who you think you are it's pretty much what it is yeah you know who yeah who you think we are there it is yeah i love that the subconscious and then the con yeah yeah it mediates between the two i like that yeah yeah so it's interesting because like when we talk about awareness it's like you know the awareness is just you know and that's the whole point you know we talk about medication meditation or whatever the case is but it's just being in that moment you know being involved Mm -hmm. and in the moment of whatever's happening around you because you know, part of what we do, I think, is is inherently, you know, uh, it inherently contradicts what this experience, I think, was intended to be. Because we look at mm. pictures, we look at photos, we get on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff and look at things that aren't happening right now. And w- what I mean by that is those things aren't happening in our in our immediate reality. Like they aren't, they aren't happening to us or around us, right? But yes. we're watching all of these different things, so we're we're always taken out of whatever this moment actually is. Damn, you know? that's good. Yeah, that's good because that that takes me 
to thoughts about you know the book digital minimalism kind of talks mm-hmm. about that that process because it's distracting us from having time with ourselves to even reflect to even be present to be aware of what's happening right now because like you said that that, that concept alone can sound so complex like somebody just posted something so that is happening right now like yeah the process of them posting and being on social media but whatever it is that we're looking and taking in information wise picture wise however we're assessing it is like an afterthought almost Mm -hmm. and it's contributing to the way we feel about ourselves the way we think of ourselves the way we value ourselves or undervalue ourselves you know so 100 percent. that's 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 dense which all like puts, puts us in our heads. And it's, it's interesting, man, because I think about that, like this, so this association, you know, with the moment, you know, and then that relates back to like what we've been talking about today of just like when you're in these places with these people that we love and we can't really connect with them because, you know, we're so we're, we're looking for this idealistic reality that's never going to exist. We're chasing happiness in this way. And um, the crazy thing about that is like, when all you're chasing is happiness, when you get it, you're not gonna know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Mm. Or you're not so even gonna know what's happening. It's attached to the to the chase. Yeah, like you're chasing it so much, then when you finally, you know, have that moment, you can't even really enjoy it because you're so used to just like the chasing the chasing of it or you you know, you're wondering if does this feel how I thought it would feel or does it feel you know, yeah. how is it supposed to feel, whatever the case is and it's Yeah. You know, it's just a crazy uh it's a crazy concept. I'm still trying to unwrap it, unravel it myself, but Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just really interesting, man. But that's one thing I I, I hope people are are aware of. I think in this time is not to get too caught up in other people's agendas right now. You know, um, those of us that are still working and doing their thing, like it's also important to to prioritize yourself and what you need, your needs right now, which are different than your needs pre COVID. <laughs> you know. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, man, I'm definitely still in that same process. And it's literally day day to day for me. Like, you know, today my my needs and I'm I'm allowing myself to just rest in where I am today and not be so focused on what's gonna happen when this is over or what's gonna happen yeah. you know, when this or when that, like trying to still live on the the, the routine of what was pre-COVID-19, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. Allow myself to be right here, right now, as 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 we are, and uh, showing up as such. That's, that's, that's yeah, key. Yeah, bro, it's literally all we have. It's just so crazy to think about because, you know, I think everybody was, li- oh, I know for, for me, I was living six months in the future before this all, like, really got serious. It's Facts. just so funny to think, like, if I was just in those moments, I would have been doing so many things differently. There's so many people I would have seen. I may have made a couple of trips real quick. You know, um, if I really looked at it as this is the last time I'm going to get to go have sushi Damn. or something, for example. I didn't look at like that. Yeah. I looked at it as, man, I get sushi when I get sushi. I'm going to get it whenever I want. Like, you know what I mean? I'm in the first yeah. world, but, you know, we're pushing for this I- ideal of whatever we want to a- a- achieve. And now all of those ideals have been stripped away. We don't know if we'll ever see any of that stuff, you know? Bro. It's all like you said the cha- like chasing happiness it's like chasing everything like I was chasing these opportunities to be in these prisons I was chasing opportunities to be at these different events presenting I'm chasing this idea of my future self and mm-hmm. what that success is going to bring me moving forward as I continue to grow yeah and all that gets stripped and now I'm looking at okay where where am I right now you know what I mean I didn't have enough time to really think about that cuz right now Tarek was concerned with what was getting ready to happen. So I was yeah. using that as fuel for my day to day. Yeah. Like you said, six months in advance. So that when that fuel gets stripped, it's like, well, what do I have for me today? Just for today, just yeah. alone today. You know, and, and I'm grateful that, you know, we've had our experiences, um, you know, on this podcast because uh, it's helped me develop and grow and consider other perspectives. I'm grateful for my experiences in therapy. I'm grateful for the opportunity to to have a roof over my head it allowed me to not fall too hard when a lot of those things were stripped away um it allowed me to recognize like yo i gotta slow down and just be present because tomorrow isn't promised and i think i always hear that and it's like oh yeah we're talking about life or death but not even life or death it's like 
simple as going to Hot Wings Cafe. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like that's real. not promised. For real. You know, uh, having a conversation with you know whoever, having this lunch meetup with whoever. Like those things are to be for me to be valued in the moment. And and yeah, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. Bro, I, remember I was I was thinking about this not too long ago, man. Like I miss, I even miss like those dry runs we used to have, like when we were trying to be out, just like trying to find a function or or whatever, whatever was happening that <laughs> night. You know what I'm saying? And it was just dead. Like be there was nothing bust. going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be a, you'd be a bus, bro. <laughs> you know, we end up pulling up to Chick Fil A or In and Out, bro. The last time I think we had something. Oh no, we actually recorded. Oh no, we had a, we recorded and it didn't go well, and we ended up going to um to In and Out. You remember that? And we sat in and out for like two or three hours, bro. Yes, yes, and just yes, chopped, yes, I bro. Do. Just chopped, man. That was good, yeah, man. But it's like those yeah. those memories, man. Now they're special, but at the moment, it's kind of like ah, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah, tonight could have been so much better, but it's like, dude, I take that night any day of the week right now. For real, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn perspective. Oh uh, man, That's sheesh, fire. man. Ah uh, man, yo! But before we get out of here, man, I wanna, um, I wanna just say thank you. I'm looking at the uh, the stats. I've been kind of like keeping an eye on it, and I feel inspired seeing that so far. 124 y'all have listened to the last episode. We've got, you know, just one one up one person shy of 180 streams um, this past week. Um, I know we've been in MIA, but um, but yeah, we just appreciate, man. Y'all all tapping in. We hope y'all are. Uh, or good out there stuff is crazy but you know we're looking to produce some more content man keep keep up with y'all and uh yeah we're gonna survive this thing together i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make it happen man well this is helping homies win peace